0: Welcome to the Sparkles and Rhinestones pageant podcast, the top UK podcast for all things pageantry. I am your host Hannah Gording, founder of Sparkles and Rhinestones and the voice of this podcast. Now hello, hello, hello. Welcome to 2024, the year of crowns. I am so excited for this year because of course this is the year that I compete um bear in mind obviously I was involved in a lot of pageants last year but I was handing over so I think there was no pressure to well there's no pressure when you're handing over to be on stage and you don't have to do the interview which there's no pressure for me when it comes to interview because that is my favorite round um but i would be lying if i said i didn't get nervous of course i do um any person who says they don't get nervous for pageants are lying liars <laughs> it's completely normal to feel nervous um no matter how many years this is my 14th year in pageants now super super exciting um you know win or lose this year will be a great year for sparkles it's our seventh birthday in march uh, so it's a couple of days after the UK finals. So, whether we will be celebrating or hibernating, who knows? Now, last year we did a celebration every week, apart from the Galaxy Week, of course. And um, we did our in-person event. We did the Interview One Hundred and One. We did a Platform Perfection. I think we did as well. We did a lot of things. Um, so. Maybe we'll do those again. (laughs) There is no time for an in-person event. I have no time at all. I have volunteering, uh, coaching, loads of coaching. So it's not doable. However, there may be something. And we also have the panel interviews as well. But speaking of, Pageant Con has raised over the target now. So we have a £300 target and we've reached it. And as of today, so this is Friday, where you have two more days to get tickets. We have £300 and £26 which is all going to the Christie which is a cancer charity And I'm super excited because I always worry about Pageant Con, (laughs) because I'm always worried that it's always two weeks before, there's not too many sales, we had about like £80 raise, and then suddenly you all came through. (laughs) And I do get it, it's because of virtual event tickets aren't going to sell out, are they? Um, (laughs) We can add as many as we want, which is good. But of course, if you are looking to get your tickets, please, please, please message me, because I will be stopping on the Saturday night. I always say midnight. Um, but it's basically it's like when I go to bed, which is never midnight, but because I'm the first person speaking, I need to get some sort of sleep for the whole day. Um but yeah, I'll be coaching tomorrow until six so we've got a long day and then i'm doing essay writing so i would love it if you got in before then or put your donations in so that and then message me if you do donate please message me because some of you don't follow me <laughs> i'm trying to find you i'm like ah, who is this donation especially if it's got just a anonymous i'm like no just send me the screenshot of the um just giving it's all great it's all amazing, but let's not talk about that too long. I wanted to do a podcast about not, I hate the new, new year, new me. I hate that. Um, <laughs> I hate that we have to try and change our whole self because with this, these goals don't stick. These goals don't stick if you have to change Everything about you. So this podcast today is going to be talking about how we can better ourselves with our pageant prep and all other stuff that comes with it um, without having to change our whole personality because I feel it's so important to not lose yourself in pageantry Um, because I'm going to be completely honest that this wasn't the first podcast episode that was meant to come out. I recorded an episode New Year's Eve, and I was talking about transparency from pageants. And this was because I had messages sent to me about certain subjects. Um, and I'm not going to repeat it on here at the moment because it's frustrating when you argue a case no. out to someone, and you give them factual evidence, and they still want to paint a narrative. Now, I will still do this episode, but, you know, I have BPD, so I have, like, really extreme waves of emotion sometimes. I have to really come from a place of facts and evidence and my experience and what I know, not hearsay and, and magical stories, um, although I love them, <laughs> but I need to make sure that I'm giving you the pure facts, um, so... will be an episode because I think it's very important that we do have transparency in pageants and I've done episodes on this before um but especially if you're new coming into pageants or you've been off pageants for a while and you're coming back uh I wanted to be able to break down you know like sponsorships, heats, um the judging panel like how winners are selected the process of that because you know I have pageant experience of it all I have been behind the judging table um you know I have been behind all of that you know checking over scores and making sure that um they're all correct obviously if, if you have a digital system it's just amazing and incredible um but yeah, so <laughs> I feel I think I can give you a lot of information that is a credible source <laughs> you know and this is based on my 14 years of pageantry where I have lost many times and I've also won a fair few. So it's important to have a while around it. Saying that though, like if you've never lost, that's great. <laughs> no hate there. That's incredible. I think that it's really important. Like when we did the magazine, because the magazine was out, um, it's always interesting seeing to see into what people think um, a pageant coach should be in. I don't know I think a couple did say you know having experience well I know I said <laughs> you need to have experience of losing I feel like you have to have a whole pageant experience and it's not to say that you haven't but I've gone off on a tangent on here this as you can see I did a voice to it <laughs> trying to explain something about pageant con and it ended up in like five different directions but we are talking about prepping for your pageant and this is going to be something that I'm going to be talking about in my pageant con session just going A bit more in depth um, in some aspects, um, but I'm not gonna do that here. I'm going to talk about some subjects that will come up a lot um, when you are prepping and planning. So first of all, as I said, you don't need to change your whole self. You don't wanna get lost, and so many take that wrong step and get lost in what they think a pageant wants, and you'll find that, especially if you go down that wrong route where you're like okay I have to have a platform I have to fundraise for this charity I have to wear this brand and I have to train with this person and this is where like those toxic practices of pageantry happen because you don't need to do that um I had someone who was talking about they had to have a platform I was like you don't the only time you have to have a platform if it's an actual requirement of the pageant system the pageant they were talking about did not have a requirement platforms are a great addition to your pageant portfolio as such but it's not needed um so many of us force these changes you know and this is what we're going to go on next so when you write down your goals and write down what you want to achieve in pageants whether it's you know a win, we should all be aiming for the win, but if not, you know, a placement. Like for me, I'll be so happy to place top five. Um, my aim, of course, is the crown. We all go for the crown, we wouldn't be competing if we didn't, but just a place would be incredible. Where I'd like to place, I'm not going to tell you because obviously, I want first. <laughs> I won first, um, <laughs> but um, just a place for me would be a success, but even just to compete. I think that we always put so much pressure on ourselves that we do things that most people would dream of. You know, they don't get the opportunity to do this stuff. So we're writing down our goals and we're also reflecting. Obviously, our last episode was about reflecting. You've written down all of your stuff. Hopefully, if you have appearance books, you are on top of that so you can see exactly what you have. And now you're going to plan. You're going to plan what events you want to attend, what social awareness days you want to join in. If you have ideas for campaigns, events, etc., this is the time to plan. You want to make it achievable, so don't say you're going to raise all this money in this month. Set yearly goals and monthly goals. Um, that is the most important: is not having a page full of goals that have a timeline on them. Like monthly ones could be just you know booking your coaching for this month or you know, get your outfit, pick this up. That's a monthly goal. A yearly goal would be fundraise this amount of money, donate this amount of items, go to this many places, etc, etc. You have to work out what's realistic and what is doable. And then, of course, you can add a few funsies on there. Um, you know, for me, I have booked a photo shoot for this for next month i'm really excited about i haven't shot for a while i say that it's been a year <laughs> i did the pop-up actually for charlotte's for galaxy i do that again that was obviously if she does it again um bless her <laughs> but yeah it's been over again um i need to do some branding shots now this will obviously be for sparkles but i did think oh do i do them for my pageant page because of course i have project P. Um, I have the volunteer work i do it's always nice to theme something when you plan these um but it's achievable like that is booked so i know that will happen um and i know that this january i don't have anything apart from obviously pageant con uh, <laughs> and then next week i'm doing some local work um modeling in a a wedding fair then the next two weeks are just coaching, coaching, coaching and planning, planning, planning. <laughs> in February, volunteer, volunteering for two weeks. Oh my goodness, my February is quite busy actually for weekends. Volunteering for two weeks uh, in the shop and then pageant Expo. And I have an exclusive code for you. I think it's pageant con 25, um, but I will confirm when I actually write it in here. And I will be doing... A kind of not a giveaway as such but kind of a giveaway for some vrp tickets so keep your ears peeled for that or your eyes even because you'll see it you won't hear it <laughs> um and then the photo shoot and then yummy, and then volunteering and then coaching and then galaxy ah! crazy so <laughs> so with this as well is also planning time where you have time off for yourself as well so 2024 2024 2024 is the year we give ourselves rest it's taken me a while to to schedule this in especially as i know i want to book everyone in But you have to realize as well, you need time. Well, I need time for study, anyways, but you need time to de stress, you need time to just chill. I know some of us love to fill in our calendars, but you will find, especially, so if you're planning your pageant wherever you are now, make sure you book the week before your pageant off. So, I did do this, I booked the weekend off, I'm not travelling anywhere, however I have booked a lot of coaching in, and I didn't realise that, um, (laughs) I didn't realise that I have an assignment due on the Tuesday, I have tutorial on the Wednesday, I also have a Pride in-person meeting on the Monday, which I think I won't be able to attend unless my essay is, (laughs) unless my essay is complete, then I will, I need to make sure of that. But yeah, so we are planning time off you need to make sure a week sometimes even two weeks especially as if you have an appearance book you want to make sure that it's printed and ready I have been well I haven't personally but I've done last minute appearance books and it's the worry that the post office you know because for me like today DPD left my parcel outside and I was like oh my god I literally like five minutes after I left it was there I was like what if it's gone luckily someone in my building brought it in which I'm thankful for <laughs> so I don't know how long it was out there for but you know if you get missed if the post like if it takes more than 20 yeah you want to make sure you give yourself enough time enough time so outfits we are prepping them at least three months before now I say three months because you need time to try on your outfits now I've had a nightmare with my dress um <clears throat> I always do I'll spill the t- I'm not spilling the tea, but it just happens. There has only been in the last, oh my goodness, six years, one time where I already had my dress. And that is, this is my evening dress. And that is because my international finals was canceled. However, the dresses that I was meant to have internationals didn't turn up until after international. So it was lucky it did get canceled. Um, <laughs> you know? um. I remember my original yummy dress uh didn't fit. I was I was pregnant but it was the wrong size. Um so I had to adjust that. My Queen of Queens arrived the wrong size. <laughs> so we had to go to um Wales and then my driver got lost. So we ended up in oh my god, there's a national park there. We ended up in the <laughs> uh 2019 Internationals so I had a dress sponsor for that and they didn't arrive until four days before I was meant to fly and I had to adjust it so it's it's annoying because I actually had to buy one of the dresses which obviously was my winning dress so I was okay with that because I had to cut it and adjust it because it was so big on the bust because um, I had that around my sample size for this dress brand um, but I haven't got the boobs for it. <laughs> haven't got the bust for it um and then UK so UK's national miss the first year I had it because I had the original dress I was gonna hand over my spokesmodel title with in Texas um so we had that and we always have that dress we always have her um she's a beautiful dress <laughs> but um yeah UK's National Miss my dress arrived and it was not it was ill-fitting and obviously I custom made this I ordered it oh six months before my final and it arrived two months before um and then I didn't actually get a chance to get my and get my dress until two weeks before where I was luckily saved by having a dress lent to me um, but I still had to try it and it, there was two options I could wear and even this one was too big I had to adjust it but no cutting up because <laughs> I can't afford a Giovanni dress and then yeah, now I was like, oh, I'll leave it five months give me five months um, so these things happen and this is why you want to give yourself enough time now not everyone has money to have a backup outfit um, you know, <laughs> it happens so you wanna make sure that you are prepared that you have a, you know, the dress in your possession at least two months before. So that means you can get adjustments if you, it's too big or too small for you. You can try it on. You can walk in it. Now this year's the first year I'm gonna have a split on stage, which I'm excited about. Um, you know, saying that, I think there's like a couple of pageants back in the day, um, like little ones where I had a split. I think only one actually, um, but you know, that was 2013. So since 2013, I, no 2012 actually, I've not worn a dress of a split in. Uh, I've done it for appearances, but never on stage. Um, I did for my handover, but just for handing over, like I have never competed <laughs> in a dress of a split. So you need a lot of time to practise with that. So we are giving ourselves and planning time to practice the same with interview the same with the other outfits you need to give yourself time it's a lot stressful now i know that some of us don't have the luxury of it we know some of us are living paycheck to paycheck some of us you know it's being designed by someone so it's out of your control there are so many other obstacles but in an ideal world you would have your outfits at least two months before so you know what to prepare um But what I'm going to go into now is kind of a little talk because in January, and already we've seen it, or we get the diets and the exercise, um, you know, lose weight, new me, new you, new January, time to lose weight, fatty. Um, And I can say that because I'm big and I get that all the time. But I see it so much. Obviously, I've worked as a personal trainer, so... I knew that January was a time where gyms were in flux and people wanted to make a change. Um, although February was the time when most people actually committed to PC. <laughs> January is the first time I'm finding out. Um, however, I want you to know now that you do not need to lose weight to win a competition. Um, you see the hate comments that people get online when it comes to big pageants. If that's something that... And I'm gonna say this really nicely that you could be the you know a size I don't know what's a size zero um with like the perfect features you know size zero but you know you're you're curvy but not too curvy, you know, you're tall but not too tall you've got just enough facial beauty, um you know you've got long, gorgeous hair and you're wearing the right outfits, and someone will still try and put you down, someone will still put a comment and i feel that pageantry sometimes especially the stereotype of you know tall blonde skinny if that's you great (laughs) and there's nothing wrong with that if you if you fit the stereotype that's just how your body is um but then there's so many others who don't match up to that and if we all start competing to look like that you'll never be happy you'll never be truly happy um I think a lot of us chase these images especially a lot of us as we're older we chase what we used to look like 10 years ago not factoring in your metabolism (laughs) your lifestyle your hormones um you know it's your body's change and life changes but it doesn't mean you have to change for the pageant I'm going to be, like, completely 100% transparent here now. Is that I will be wearing a bikini for the first time since... On stage. Not just the first time. The first time on stage since 2017, the last Galaxy Finals. Um, And since then, I've had Penelope, I had a C-section. I have scars on my legs from hip surgery. I have a lot of untrained muscle because I have a degenerative disc. Slip, which I've not had my eye for yet, um, because the medical field is very fat phobic. <laughs> I, I was diagnosed with PCOS, um, which of course is very hard to lose weight. And obviously, I watch what I eat with IBS anyways, because you know I have lots of flare ups. Like yesterday, I had a flare up over pasta sauce. And it was a shame because it's a really nice pasta sauce on gluten free pasta because I can't really digest gluten that well. Um, yeah, so <laughs> we're always learning, uh, and it's scary, it's gonna be a scary process. And I always make the joke of I don't see the point of losing weight because, especially when I have IBS, I'm gonna bloat anyway, so I'm going to look big in my swimsuit pictures. It's just gonna happen. IBS, my biggest trigger is stress, so <laughs> and it's a stressful weekend sometimes, isn't it? Um but yeah, you know, it's a scary thought to put yourself out there and so many of us go for it. Not all of us are 100% happy. You could see the most toned figure and they're, you know, saying, "Oh, I wish I had this, I wish I had that." And that's finding to stop comparing ourselves. We don't need to lose weight to win a competition. If the competition requires you to lose weight, that's not the competition for you. Um don't buy a dress that is two sizes too small because you want to slim down into it for the competition. Because you will find, especially if you go on a weight loss journey where you're also adding in exercise, this is why so many, and we'll get to that in a minute, but so many diet, air quotations, say to not do exercise because when you lose weight, um, like when you exercise and you gain, I say when you gain muscle and lose weight, your weight may stay the same, But your body shape changes so it could be where and this is why as a pt i was always like i'm not going to go on the scales although we can measure it so we can see um but if you keep looking at the scales you're going to get an unhealthy obsession with it um and I like to go on measurements like I did when I was coaching, <laughs> when I was PTing. Um, I like to go on measurements because you can then see the difference. Go on how you look, how you feel, like how your clothes fitting. Are they fitting more comfortably? Uh, um, you know, are you like where are you losing it? And so many people would still stay the same size, uh, same wing, but lose it off their waist, <laughs> off their hips, <laughs> um, you know, off their bust. <laughs> you know, the fives get smaller or more toned. Um, and yeah like that's incredible and then you also get some people like oh I don't want a messy look so they don't, do mus- uh, they don't do anything to do with weights and you won't you won't get that uh the female body is not designed for it but also what's wrong with muscles <coughs> girl what's wrong with muscles they are strong I honestly even though I have bingo wings and because I, because I also used to train seven days a week before having pee um <laughs> now I can't do that um but you know even though I have the flab and the extra rolls I was still able to you know pull myself up after hip surgery and use a lot of upper body strength um that they were amazed I'm like wow such upper body strength yes amazing you know to be able to build and lift all this furniture myself and and all of this etc etc it's because you're strong And this is why we go to the gym for the right reasons you know to have a healthier lifestyle choices to to improve our cardio fitness there are a lot of people that have I'm going to put it in brackets like show muscles so they they look very muscly and they're very defined and they do that through a lot of craft it is it is an art form you know but they have to you know sometimes it's not attainable and sometimes their cardio fitness is not the same as that so They may be able to lift a certain amount of weight. Would you be able to put them on an exercise bike? Well, a bike is a bit easier. Can they run for 10 minutes? No. And once again, people choose to do that, to go for that, to be aesthetically pleasing. That is their choice. A lot of pageant girls will go through this when they compete for a bikini round. Um, And I'm not saying to not exercise because at the end of the day, it's you, it's how comfortable you feel you need to feel comfortable enough i know that although i need to adjust my swim costume because i bought bottoms uh shorts instead of bottoms, because <laughs> it's on sale and i can and i can make them into bottoms um but also because of the coverage because some of these bikini bombs are not it i do not want a fong. um nothing against fongs, <laughs> i just don't want one um but yeah you know i know that i could go on stage tomorrow and, and be fine You know, regardless if I've got rolls and lumps and bumps and all that sort of stuff, like, I'm fine. But not everyone can be in that headspace. And, you know, in a couple of weeks from now, when I put on the bikini, I'm like, oh, my God, girl, what have you signed up for? Um, But, no, you need to be able to be comfortable enough to do that. So if you need to go to the gym for that, do it. But then with this, like, my final's in less than three months. If I start to smash the gym out... Um, which obviously I, I go to the gym. <laughs> I go I haven't been for the last three weeks because mine obviously closed down. So I was waiting until I got paid to join another one. And obviously Christmas holidays. But, you know, I'll go to the gym, you know, four times a week. Smash out what I'm doing. If I wanted to lose more, like I can't say that I would personally because my PCOS is a bish. Um, but you know, if I was doing what I need to do then you have the problem of your dresses don't fit (laughs) you've spent a thousand pound on a custom dress and it doesn't fit because you've lost two free dress sizes this is where you have to make that choice and don't be swayed into the new me new me because these diets as well so sw and ww uh, I won't mention anything else What's, what's the other ones the the powders the shakes um all of these diets, once again, I'm going to tell you why as you get older it's more difficult for you to lose weight. And that's because so many of us yo-yo diet. And we go onto these diets and we lose a bit of weight and we're like, oh my god, amazing. But it's unsustainable to keep eating like that. And also some of them give you really unhealthy choices. I will never forget, and I always see the hypocrisy, isn't it, that apparently... And I don't know these point systems and scores and sins and red lights and green, etc etc. Um, because like a mashed banana was more than a normal banana, yet you'd have to mash that banana in your mouth to eat it. So nothing's been added to it but they had different things. The same as how pasta and jack of potatoes were like free foods, so you can eat as much as you want. But then as I said, these aren't based on <laughs> what well, they're based on, but if you're looking at how to eat healthily, you're looking at what nutrition does that food give you, uh, and also about balance. You know, if you cut out chocolate for three months, you're going to get the cravings, you're going to get withdrawals. You know, you may get over it. <laughs> they say it takes ninety days, um, for you to like fully get out your system. Um, but yeah, you know, I say that like I obviously had to quit Monster when I was pregnant. I think I drank it until after I finished breastfeeding. I was like oh, It's not out my system, I want that. <laughs> I want that. It's my podcast choice of drink. Does it do anything? I don't know. But who knows? Um that's my guilty vice is there. The rest, you know, I eat pretty well. Apart from pageant weekends, obviously, you eat what's available to you, don't you? Because it's important to eat. And this is what happens, some pageant girls don't eat on the finals so these diets don't go into a diet unless it's a qualified nutrition and even then take you a pinch of salt for some because we all have different body needs my ideal diet will be different to someone else because i have hormonal factors to introduce to it um as well as intolerances others don't like you know it's it's a mixture of everything um but yeah, you don't need to go on a diet to compete. You don't need to be on a fall. And I'm not saying that this is a free pass just to not go because in order to have a healthy lifestyle, you should be going to the gym or, you know, not even going to the gym, like exercising, walking, whatever brings you joy, whether it's Zumba, whether it's the hula hoop, whatever you want to try. Don't just try the Wee Fit though because that will flash <laughs> you. But I just feel that like we're always like, you need to do this, you need to do that, and especially if your coach tells you to lose weight, tell them to get stuffed. Um I just I can't stand coaches that do that. It's disgusting. Um But yeah, so your your worthiness of a crown is not determined by your weight. The same as your worthiness of a crown is not determined by you know what you look like um and and who you are because pageantry is such a diverse pool of of people um you know people of different backgrounds different skin tones you know different classes you know um you can't tell someone just by looking at them like you know what they do and who they would you know win etc etc but yeah it's um it's yeah <laughs> so many so when we look into entering a pageant and obviously most of you would have entered a pageant you're looking for your next one I feel that like by January most people have entered into a system here in the UK um because you know it's we're starting the pageant season so here we are have already researched what your system requires um i don't want to say do the basic requirements but you have to do what your limitations are so if something requires you to be traveling every single weekend and you can't because you don't get weekends off it's not doable um and this is why 2024 we are going through the joy the joy of appearances doing stuff you enjoy you know doing stuff that you want to do going to appearances you want to do not being guilted by anyone for not going to something we talked about this last episode <laughs> i'm going to talk about it again um so as you said as you planned out you researched you do what you want to do um but how we are going to improve our preparation is more lists we are writing down what you want to do what we want to achieve we are setting ourso- ourselves deadlines self-imposed deadlines are not as bad as <laughs> actual official deadlines um if you have an official deadline make sure your self imposed deadline is uh, a few days before that now of course if you have ADHD like me I will miss my own deadline but I'm like well that's fine because there's an official deadline and then you panic <laughs> then the panic sets in <laughs> um but yes so With that, um, we are putting our own deadlines and we are creating our own opportunities and giving our own solutions. So, prepping, we are prepping for our interview. We are not going to wing it. How to improve your pageant self without having to change yourself is small changes. So it's something like, you know, focusing on just the five big questions that get asked the in interview, you know, writing down words that you think would resonate with you. Taking advantage of the, what is on the internet. There are many coaches that have free resources or paid resources where you don't have to be with the person present. I feel this is really important as well because sometimes it may be where you are a learner where like for me i will watch some things but i feel more comfortable reading up on something and doing it myself um i know there's a learning style like i am a visual learner but there's also another thing for it um which is why i chose <laughs> why i chose doing my degree online um not just because of money <laughs> But for me, it's, you know, it's finding the time, the energy to do it and, you know, being comfortable enough to do that. Um, But yes, so, you know, it might be where you get some interview questions and then practice them. Finding someone to converse with to do that. Giving yourself a weekly time to do it. You know, this is where, of course, having a coach would be accountability. I just realised as well. Oh no. The mic is up I was like I thought I just turn the echo so you just get like a really like remixed version of the podcast um but depending on how long we have on the pageant system that three months you know a lot of you guys are competing in the next like three months um we have a lot of pageants happening so you want to start putting in these habits now so that it's not a new me new, new year new me it's a new year but it's just a more improved version so rather than just looking at a question we're going to be answering a couple of questions you know we're going to be logging it down will be writing it put it in a nice new book will, will you be still writing that book by december who knows who knows <laughs> but at least you started it at least you started it um but yes we are dedicating time this year to prep for an interview for walks if you don't have a walking coach get you know practice like a weekly um like for me i haven't practiced yet because i don't have all my outfits but i will be hiring a haul um next month february and march because i want to go through my routines this is when we say research i'm going to watch past finals um you know practice what I've done before what works for me what doesn't because we are being a better version of ourselves so we don't need to necessarily copy other people you can take inspiration but you know for me I know all the 12s don't work for me they work for someone else but they don't work for me so I'm going for strong heavy poses you know serving a lot of face serving a lot of face um (laughs) but there we are so we are dedicating time to interview whether we are improving ourselves by booking a coach or booking ourselves onto prep courses or buying the books or simply creating our own as I said I never gatekeep with some of the stuff we have here um like the interview flashcards, for example you can make those yourself um it's just dedicating the time or just get someone else to do it um the same with you know planning and workbooks and stuff like there's so much more, but I want 2024 to be the time where you decide to do it, like you decide to chase that dream, whether it's your dream pageant you've always wanted to do, even though you know I hate that saying, but you know, it could be like, you know, it's been in your head for all this time, like, oh, I need to do it, your platform, don't be discouraged because someone else has the same, what can you do, finding your why, why are you competing, why are you doing this, like, be inspired. Take January as a time to work in the shadows. Get yourself ready. If you want to go down the gym, go down the gym. Listen to the podcast. Why not the gym? Um, you know, well it depends on how you look. <laughs> because sometimes you just want really loud music, don't you? Or listen to me while you're doing weights. But some do, and I appreciate it. I really do. But don't try and change yourself to completely a pageant because the judges will see this the judges will see that you have molded yourself Um, you will have an uncomfortable time because you are acting you're putting on this act and it's just it's just uncomfortable I understand that completely and it's yeah it's just an uncomfortable time and I think that if you keep forcing things that don't align with you you'll look back at your time you know in 10 years time think i was not happy there i was not happy at all this is the time like if you are older if you're millennial and and more we look back at pictures when we thought we were fat and we're like oh i hated my body then and you're like now you're like what (laughs) girl what and you know in it's times where you're like, oh, I wish that I went on this opportunity, or I wish I did this instead. But everyone was saying to do this. The only person you truly need to listen to is you. Like, as a coach, I would give you the best advice I can give you, but the ultimate choice is yours. The same as all your friends can give you advice, or frenemies, whoever, like you know, whoever you're associating with. <laughs> but the only person who can make that change is you. So, do you want to represent a system where you're not your true self? no you you wouldn't would you because that whole year because you have to think as well the finals are one thing but should you win that's a whole year so this is why the planning and the goals and everything like that it's not just for this one day or two days or week final it's for a whole year (laughs) you know there are some pageants that have a two year titles like two years of having to have this persona um But what I want to just briefly touch on before I have to finish, because I do have coaching sessions now, is that you are allowed to change. You are allowed to change what pageant you're competing in. You're allowed to change what platform you are promoting. You're allowed to change what charity you fundraise. You're allowed to change what coach you train with. Um, But do let them know, as a common courtesy. Um, (laughs) It's always nice. You are allowed to change your outfits. You're allowed to change your appearance should you want to, because all of these choices are your choices to make. Don't feel pressured by anyone else. It's up to you if you want to travel or don't travel, if you want to, you know, commit to the charities or not, you want to commit to the pageant or not. You will find a pageant that suits you where you don't have to change but you're just improving on your own self. And that's where we are elevating. I always think of like this on like um RuPaul's Drag me like elevating your drag. We are elevating your pageant persona. So we are, you know, making sure your social media is popping. I'm not talking about the likes. It's just nice, visually pleasing. It's great information. You feel comfortable posting that out. You feel comfortable wearing that sash and creating the stuff that you want to, not because you feel like you have to. So all these campaigns, you don't need to do them unless you feel like you want to do them. Because um, you will find it will be a month of full finals and everyone will be rushing to do stuff with their sash. And it's not needed. You want to feel comfortable enough that when you go into your interview your room, you have plenty of content to talk about because you put in the work. It doesn't mean that you had to be every appearance, but there could be appearances that are really meaningful to you. And that's what we want you to work on. Work on talking about your platform or your charity events. Don't discredit if you've only raised 30 quid. <laughs> Still 30 quid is amazing. If you only did five appearances, were those five amazing? We are bringing positive energy into 2024. We are just elevating it all that's what you need to do so don't change because it's a new year because you feel like you have to fit a pageant agenda if you don't win the pageant or if you feel like you don't fit in it just means it's a learning lesson it's a curve in your pageant journey there will be a journey out there for you and it might it might be where pageants in itself was not the right step however you got friendships out of it you got experiences you got some fabulous wardrobes. Um, but yeah. So, I don't know if this episode actually made any sense, but I just want you to know that you don't have to lose weight to be a title holder. I'm I'm very much a, a testimonial to that. Um, but also, you shouldn't have to spend loads of money on outfits. You don't need to, like, you know, my fashion wear is secondhand for Galaxy. Swimwear was bought in a sale. Um you know opening his last year's opening uk's national miss unless i change my mind but it'll be a dress from the wardrobe um you know we've got we've got options i've got lots of options (laughs) you don't need to be spending loads you don't need to wear a certain brand people don't know the brands some will some won't people don't know if if it's last season or 10 years it's vintage it's cute um (laughs) it's all there um but yeah we are spending more time on ourselves we are giving ourselves more time which is very important um we are giving ourselves more prep time 100 percent, because what's the point of spending all that money on outfits and sponsorship and makeup and hair and tickets and hotels and then not knowing how to talk a walk in a pageant format um (laughs) so on that note i want to thank you so much for listening to the podcast for all these years um i'm excited to do the photo shoot with my podcast mic and get some sparkles pictures oh so exciting i need to plan that um i'm so excited for pageant con of course there are two days left so grab your ticket go to the sparkles and Ryans instagram page it's open to the whole world um the video is staying there forever so it's basically a private facebook group um and if you miss the said it, it stays in the group forever and then after like three months i archive it so it's still there like you just don't get comments notifications <laughs> so it's that i can search for all the other pageant cons and watch them and so is all the other people who have bought tickets you know it's the fifth pageant con I'm super excited about. So grab your tickets. Um, we also have the panel interviews. That are coming up to fundraise for Switchboard. Because you've reached our £500 target for the Christie. And now we need to reach our £1,000 target for Switchboard. We are 100 and... I think we're 160 off. We need to double check that. Um, but with these two panels. Hopefully. Hopefully we reach it. And we also do have some of the charity diary calendars left. as well. Wow. Let's just see if it's super exciting. Um and private coaching is booking up. So if you want to get in before Supra, before Yemi, Galaxy, I did a post yesterday and just like it's just really nice. Obviously, I start coaching in 2019 officially. Um April, I think it was April 2019. <laughs> or was it March? I'm not too sure. It was one of those. <laughs> um and since then, like for guys who've had so many best known I'm gonna say this right now. I would love to win that for myself. I'm not expecting it. Um, I actually expect me to not win it because <laughs> I'm pushing on it so hard. So, if you see me scream when I win the best in interview, not just if I win, uh, regardless if I win or lose, <laughs> I'll be buzzing. If not, please don't zoom in on my face. <laughs> you just see me. That would be the meme of 2024. But no, I think I'm not expecting it. So I think if I expect it I will put myself at disservice and also I've helped many people with their best interview but it doesn't mean that I personally will just how it goes there we go and I was like talking going yeah you need to be really positive this year you are we'll keep the positive I'm going to give a really good interview but whatever happens happens it will be my best round like for myself I know it'll be my best round will it be the best at the whole thing who knows but we are bringing positive energy to 2024 so yes here we are pageant con is sunday and we have an incredible year lined up so thank you so much for listening have an amazing weekend maybe see you at pageant con but if not have a great weekend planned